0: Hello, Adam. Hello
1: there. How are you?
0: Good, thanks. My name's Natasha from Diversity in Blockchain. Uh-huh. And as you know, we're doing a series of uh, content in order to educate people and, you know, open up the, the channels of networking and things like that. And the last guest left a question for you. Oh, is... no.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Surprise question.
0: Okay. So, it is... Uh, how do you keep yourself safe online with regards to identity, scams, information?
1: That is, well, honest to goodness, I thought about that recently and I thought that is going to be the future of Web3. Mm-hmm. I I haven't, I'm not working on that problem, um, but I know some, some companies that are. Um, I think what you need to do is, okay, this is very, very, very broad. But, you know, you can have your own NFT that you can use to control all of your data and put it all in one place. Um, You can use it to prove you're the person that's on the guest list to a party. You can use it to show your doctor that this is your actual health information. I know a lot of people in Philly that are working on problems like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do think that the future of Web3 is going to be about identity uh, protection. Mm-hmm. You know, that you own your identity and nobody else can take it from you. I think that is where Web3 is going to be the most valuable in five to 10 years, probably five to three years.
0: Yeah, with the rate that it changes, right?
1: Right. And, um, you know, and I just think it's one of the biggest value adds that blockchain could provide to society. One of the biggest. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, I care about solving crime with techn- mm-hmm. with blockchain technology, but I do think that's one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: All right. So tell me a bit about more th- more about this solving crime. Then what's your oh, my where, where's your space in in the Web three space?
1: Okay. Um. So, I use distributed ledger technology, blockchain, to collect live audio, video, and metadata of crimes in real time, and then in real time stream them to a public blockchain anonymously, with a, uh, cryptographic, um. Uh, intellectual property that we created
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: so that way nobody can fake the data you know not not ex-presidents current presidents um (laughs) not presidents of the eu or jeff bezos or no one right Mm -hmm. um if there is a use case for for information that could never ever ever be corrupted why don't we use it for for violent? violence and prosecution Mm -hmm. so that's where I got into the blockchain space
0: interesting and then for because I'm not very tech-minded how would it actually work would you download an app and then you see you witness something happening and you like basically press record
1: pretty much yeah and that's how like average citizens like you and I would interact with it Um, you download an app because that's your entrance into this ecosystem. Mm-hmm. You push a button that records when you're in danger or you've, you've witnessed another violent crime. and you can also use a secret safe word um, that only you know like I uh, like angry hippos in Alaska. I hope my phone's not around here so it doesn't start. <laughs> Something you would never say in public, but you know only you know and use it to keep yourself safe and it starts to live stream that audio video to the blockchain while calling one one two i know you're in spain or or 911 here in america and then alerting your loved ones or your friends and family with the live audio video and location
0: mm-hmm. all right cool well as i sent you a list of like the standardized questions but i'm already going to go what on- you
1: sent me a list no i know i'm just picking on right, you. that's
0: fine then no so i'm wondering like then okay imagine like i just saw in the news a couple of days ago here um a neighbor had recorded an assault um, of a man on a woman. How does that work with the data privacy there then, really, or is, does that That's go big, out the window when you're committing a crime?
1: It does go out the window when you're committing a crime. I'm, I only know America laws, American laws. I don't know uh, certain certain uh, privacy laws in EU. Now we are GDPR compliant. We can be GDPR compliant with our technology because we stream this data anonymously. Okay. And I could get into technical aspects of that, but I don't think that's a little more boring. So if a crime in America, if a crime is being committed, even in that person's home, you can record data automatically. Okay. I mean, you know, there is a 1976 uh, uh, wirephone, phone uh, wiretap law for mm-hmm. telephones in America. So there's four states in America that still have this law. But it's if there's a crime happening, it's irrelevant. But you can record data, um, on the in the public street in your own home, even if there is no crime being committed. But mm-hmm. yeah, so there is not a a problem with privacy in that in that case. If there was a crime,
0: okay, cool. Um, and how did this idea come about? Was it your idea?
1: Oh yeah, it was my idea. Um, uh, after I organized a, a voter registration event in Harrisburg, PA, the capital of Pennsylvania. I was uh, I was attacked when I left. Uh, somebody crushed the back of my skull with a cinder block, robbed me, and then tried to th- threaten my friend with rape. Wow. And um, I was in a coma for a while. A year after the attack, they brought the guy to trial and he was covered in my blood. He was picked up by police automatically, like right away. Mm-hmm. My friend testified. I could remember nothing because I was in a coma. And um, and with all that evidence, the blood and my friend's, friend's testimony, et cetera, he was acquitted by a jury. Wow! Oh. And at that moment, I knew I was going to never let that happen to someone else. And mm-hmm. that's why I use, that's why I use blockchain because I'm only trying to solve a problem, and it's a fucking perfect use case.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, do you have a technical background as well, then, to to be able to develop all of this, or is it just the idea, and you've got a group together?
1: It's an idea, and I brought together a lot of smart people. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> um, before I was attacked, I was an actor out in out in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I was attacked, I you know was in a coma and have other. Um, I have a disability from from the day I was attacked, mm-hmm. and now I just focus on running this business. And I brought on Tamoy, my co-founder and my advisors who are very close friends with like 20 years of experience in technology. And together we are building, I mean, we're building a better world. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is it available now then? Can can somebody download this app? Is it an app now?
1: Yeah, you can see it as an app for you and I. It's a platform for like 911 operators and et cetera, but it's an app for you, how you and I distribute that data to the people we wanted to go to. Uh-huh. And we're in beta right now. So you can download it. You can go to ww.zirsafe zebra echo echo roger s-a f e dot mm-hmm. com and you can download the beta and provide feedback to us. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would please don't right now use it if you're <laughs> in a seriously dangerous situation, but you can use it to record your boss being an asshole or something like that. And test run. <laughs> that stuff will work, but um, but right now. Calling 911 is not enabled. We just called the test number 933. Mm-hmm. But I would really appreciate feedback so we can build a better product because we are going to market right now. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what's, your, what's your timeline then? Where do you expect to be with it and when?
1: Well, hopefully before the end of next month, we will have pilots running in universities. Our go-to-market strategy is in universities because... Much like 112 over in the EU, which we have gotten a sandbox from the EENA, mm-hmm. which is the department that's developing and executing NG 112 in the EU. Um, they've given us a sandbox that works perfectly, but now we just need the political will to distribute it to the population. It's the same thing here in the US. There's $15 billion in the infrastructure pipeline from the federal government to build NG 911 capabilities for the call takers, 911 call takers, but they don't have that technology yet. Mm-hmm. So we've built the technology in for, for you and I in preparation for that $15 billion, but you know who can use it right now is universities. All we have to do is more, a little more technical stuff in the background, but substitute 911 with the emergency call number for your university. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're you're going from one party back to your dorm room. Maybe you're a little drunk, you know, maybe you have, but maybe not. And then somebody starts following you, mm-hmm. feel comfortable, Activate your emergency, uh, your 911, or sorry, your campus security officers can see where you are and can see the live video. And if you need help, they'll come and help you, right? right. And this is what, this is what 911 and 112 are going to look like. But um, there's a lot of money that needs distributed and we need to pass the laws to make it happen. It's coming, but we're just a little ahead of the curve.
0: Great. <laughs> I'm trying to think how I can weave in a, a diversity question. I mean, you just oh, say you disability from the attack. Do you think that held yeah. you back in any way from doing
1: more? It's made it difficult some days. mhm, um, I have memory issues and and brain damage from the attack. But what I have learned is that people with disabilities and learn this from other founders, people with disabilities have had to live with their disability for some time. Mm -hmm. And we always find a way. If you are committed to solving a problem, you find a way. You know, my life has been completely upended and I've had to adjust everything I do Mm -hmm. every day. Some people were born with their disability, and they've learned over 20, 30 years how to live with it. So we are already problem solvers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but that's my experience is I'm always adapting. Just recently, I came up with a solution for my, my memory problems, and I'm testing it out. I'm iterating on it,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, hopefully it works. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. Anyway, where do
0: you see like the maybe um outside of prime and and your solution, mm-hmm. where do you see the future of the technology going as a whole? Did you have any other ideas in the pipeline? That- oh yeah,
1: <laughs> lots of ideas in the pipeline, sister. Um, so we received an uh, SBIR Phase one contract from the United States Air Force last year mm-hmm. because this same ip that we developed to record crime and nobody can nobody can dispute the data can be used to record you know record war crimes Mm -hmm. to record to you to record satellite imagery of 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 data you know in in war zones um can be used to record um interviews with from journalists uh in war zones or wherever so And then you could prove that it was never deep faked,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, like right now you can't trust anything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Certainly insightful anyway. (laughs) So many ways it could go, isn't there? All right. Mm -hmm. What do you wish you'd known sooner or what, um, what boundaries have you, um, what barriers have you faced to doing more and doing it more
1: quickly? Well, yeah, you uh, did. You did tell me that question in advance. And it's, it's, you know, I kind of already answered it. For me, it's, it's adjusting to my disability day after day. Um, and, uh, I get better at it. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's the biggest thing for me is because if I grow, my company grows, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, besides that, Right now, it's the market entry point, and with the market entry point comes the pre-seed investment. Stacks Ventures has been amazing. I mean, the stacks community—I could talk all day about the stacks community—but um, they are our lead investor for our pre-seed round. But that was committed before the market. The market lost trillions of dollars. Yeah. Um, and that's made it difficult in some ways, but it's not going to stop me. Um, mm-hmm. so. The two barriers right now is because now we're looking at the market where we need a market entry point. We think we have some, mm-hmm. and then a pre-seed raise. So mm-hmm. those are our bigger barriers right now. We have our team is working for, on average, two hundred dollars per month and wow. deferred pay because we believe in what we do and it's more important than any of us. Mm-hmm. Together, we can succeed. But um, we know that all this mission is so much bigger than us.
0: Yeah. No, I really well obviously it's fantastic initiative when I started reading about it and chatting to you I was like yeah I really want to know more about that and so do you have a do you have a another job to keep you going at the moment oh
1: hell no no, you no one will hire me I've, I've been business. working by myself for 30 years or something like that ever since I was a six-year-old I've always had my own side hustle I live by side hustles
0: yeah who's a yeah. All right. And then I've got another one for you, which is not on the list that I passed you either. So, sorry, I really did throw you in at the deep end today.
1: Um,
0: it. Where did the name Zia come from?
1: Interesting question. Um, I was going to name it something more like my life, my story, you know, about you can't take away from me. What really happened to me, uh-huh. but my very close friend, Bob Cohen, who helped invent the name Swiffer in the nineties. Uh-huh. He's a positioning expert and he said zero will be whatever you make it be mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and what i do in my life is i surround myself with genius people and then usually defer to them <laughs> if they have a suggestion and so i was like okay bob but does
0: it does it mean anything in particular or it's
1: just a- it did not when we thought of it but then later i researched it it can be somebody's name uh-huh. uh, particularly in middle, middle Eastern areas. Um, but it probably goes back to it was a um, it was an Asian minor um, refrigeration technique from the like the 12th, 13th century oh, I wow. used evaporation to cool things within an enclosed area. And it's still used today in some places. OK, it's got a zeer a pot.
0: All right. And in
1: Dutch, it can mean very. So there are several
0: several ways to look at it. No, I like it, though. I think I think uh, it's, it's more catchy. It's one that sticks with you because you're like, well, what does it mean? First of all, and until you get into it, I like it. Um, okay. all right. What else would you like to share? Any other insight mm. with um, something you want
1: to shout? Okay. About? I do have some insights in diversity. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, first, real quick. This is a side note, no, not insight, but sexual assault is the problem that we can help mitigate more quickly than anything mm-hmm. you know after the guy was acquitted i knew my life had changed and i over the next month or so i was like where where is he said she said a problem where is it his word against somebody else's right mm-hmm. sexual assault which is prevalent still prevalent even after the me too movement yeah because if anything's captured on this you can't fake it right? mm-hmm. so that's one of the places that we think we can do a lot of good um now I believe that the one of the most important things for an entrepreneur or anyone is to just keep learning. Um, you know, I also think it's important that we remember as a leader that everyone deserves the right to, to meaningful work,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Um, and if you shut doors on certain cultures or gender or, sexualities or anything else you really are shutting doors to your roi in the future
0: mm-hmm. it's been
1: proven again and again and again that the more diverse your team is the more money you make
0: mm-hmm. you yeah, well, at the moment as well um, uh, i mean that one is already well documented but also that mm-hmm. like, you would can you reduce your risk for
1: lawsuits uh in general like there's a lot of yes, that's true i haven't thought about that much but yeah sure So <laughs> many things that you can say did you have
0: any anything else from the original questions that I haven't asked you
1: that you feel? I about? will. I'll leave with this. I'll end with this one because it's important to me. Um, Lead with your heart. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do in your life, do it from your heart, and I think you'll find the right path if you do.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you. All right, and then the last thing I'm going to get you to do is oh, to come no. up with a question. For our
1: next guest okay uh i don't know who your next guest is so i'm just gonna I don't
0: either.
1: <laughs> right on right on natasha um what is the most significant social impact solution using blockchain technology right now the most significant social impact solution using blockchain
0: because okay.
1: i can think of a lot of them but i don't always see them on the market
0: mm. And I think that that's, it's gonna be interesting to see. I did uh, an interview the other day with uh, Stephen from The Good Dollar. I don't know if you've heard of, uh, heard of that, that initiative either. What? That one is What's
1: it, called What's the, it, Good, the Good Dollar. No, I'm gonna research it though.
0: Have a look, we did a chat on it and he explains how it works. So I can send you the link to that. But I found that one very, very interesting as well. Cool. That's a great impact. Like the same as like with your one as well. The, two of them for me for example is i'm you know i like this kind of uh this kind of project where you really can help people
1: that's all i care about that's what my life is dedicated to mm-hmm. you know but that's just me you should follow your own path everybody yeah. should
0: all right well i will put that question to our our next guest
1: and let you know what they say <laughs> my follow-up to that is, if there isn't something on the market what would you like to see okay what would, What kind of social impact solution would you like to see that uses blockchain? All right, cool. Brilliant.
0: All right, well, I'm going to stop recording and leave it just by saying thank you for coming on. It's been really interesting.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Natasha. Thank Uh, you. Bye. Thank you.